Welcome to The Real Game Boys, the only podcast that's President Obama's favorite gaming podcast. I'm Justin. That's a lie, and I'm Corey. <laughs> you don't know. He may be one of the five listeners. Maybe <laughs> maybe after he's done, maybe then he might. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll give these Real Game Boys a, a listen. I'll give them a listen. I could, see, I could see President Obama being like a huge gamer. I mean, the dude can sing, he can dance. And he can drop the mic and get out of that bitch. So, <laughs> how you been, man? Good. Good. Okay. I've been, been all right. Been playing any good games? Um, actually, for uh, for Star Wars Day, which was last week on the fourth, um, I did play a little bit of Battlefront. Um, because they were doing this thing where when you sign in, you get four thousand four hundred and forty-four uh, free credits. And they there was like a bounty or two, or like some side mission thing um, to do that was like special for that day. But I just I got on and played like the uh, survival mode because I haven't really played I haven't played any of the uh, offline stuff like since the game, the came, game out. came out. And I actually really enjoy you know the survival mode. It was pretty fun. Um, pretty oh, fun. oh, big news actually, and something that I've been playing. So I've been been working the last couple weeks on playing um the teenage mutant ninja turtles arcade game on the nes and for the longest time i could only get i couldn't get through the first level and then the other night i swear to god i got to like the fourth or fifth level like out of nowhere which like before i could just couldn't like i could beat the first boss in the first level and then you go to another um stage and then at the end you I forget if it's if it's Bebop or Rocksteady. I think it's Rocksteady the second time. Um, and I just could never get through him. But then I got through him and then got through, like, the next boss and then the next boss. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, it's like I should be recording this. But, um, but, yeah, what about you? What have you been playing? Well, actually, you were talking about uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game. And it made me think of a when I first got my Raspberry Pi, my little sister came over. And uh, we were hanging out, and I'm like, well, what do you want to do? She's like, I don't care. So I turned on the Raspberry Pi, and then we started playing the arcade version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And we, like, I mean, just beat the game together. And it was a lot of fun. And so much fun. Yeah, just, I was like, ah, me and my sister are playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and we beat the game. <laughs> and it was funny, she died, and she's like, I'm out of life. So I'm like, press select a bunch. <laughs> or it's like the R1 like, or something, or the L1 yeah, for coin. She's like, what does that do? I'm like, you just put money into the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, I've been really busy at work this week, so I haven't gotten a whole lot of chances to play many games. Yeah. Um, we lost the tournament in Rocket League. We oh, made, really? we went two more games, and then we got taken out, which we all kind of called bullshit on because. <laughs> Yeah, it was just it was just we beat the te- other team in the amount of goals within the three games, and they just got an overtime goal on us one time, and uh, that was it. That yeah. was it. Like the first game, we thought it was gonna be a blowout because we beat them like four to nothing, and then the second game was like one to nothing. They won, and then the third game was uh, one to two, uh, and we were just like, "What the fuck." <laughs> Well, I mean that's the way it's the way game playing go. Well, everybody blamed me. Not really. Everybody blamed Dan, but it was kind of my fault because I wasn't home. I didn't make it home in time, so their all star goalie wasn't in there. <laughs> so so no playoffs? We're not talking about playoffs. <laughs> playoffs? I'm talking about playoffs? Are you kidding me? Playoffs? Be happy if we can win a game. Another uh, game. <laughs> Any game. Well, that's oh, good. Man. That's I'm kind of no, excited though hold because on. hold on, man. What? We're talking about. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that that's not that I'm glad that that's done. But I, the other night when I was like, oh, we should play some Rocket League. You're like, no, I'm not playing Rocket League until tomorrow to the game. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you take Dude, this well, too seriously now. Well, no, it was actually weird because like when we would play. When we wouldn't play, and then we went and jumped in the game, we would just demolish it if nobody touched the game, and it was just it was just so awkward. It was like, okay, so if we practice, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I think there's a certain <laughs> amount of like when we, when we don't practice, we're just fucking killing it. So let's not practice. Don't touch the game, anybody. But instead of playing soccer, I decided I was just going to go ahead and play the basketball, the yeah. new basketball version. So I didn't consider that practice. <laughs> it's kind of practice. I think that kind of helps you practice aerials and like bounce shots a little bit more. The bounce shots, yeah, yeah. definitely. And it's a different way of goaltending too. So yeah, I don't, I don't understand how the how the goalie thing works. It's difficult, but really, you don't even need to play goalie. You just gotta try to knock it away. Yeah, just watch it when it's rolling. Yeah, and bouncing. Other than that, I haven't really been playing anything. Okay. I'm going to be playing some uh, Tabletop Racer tonight. Oh, yeah, that's right. That just uh, came out on PS Plus with a handful of other games. Hey, you're going to be playing it too. Yeah, I need to download it. So, hey, when does this? when are we posting this? I forget. Uh, Monday or Tuesday? Um, so Monday or Tuesday. We, we did Tuesday last week, right? Because we okay, recorded so. on Sunday and then okay. it didn't work, so we recorded Monday. Well, let's- Let's do Monday since we're going to plan on recording on Sunday. But since we're doing it early, so I guess we can kind of talk about the news that's going yeah. to be happening this weekend. That um, Let's see. It looks like major headline for this weekend, everybody, is Nintendo got bought out by Sony. <laughs> and <laughs> um, Nintendo's announced- doing fine. They, they lost some money. Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Super Smash announced- Brothers meets Street Fighter. Meets what was the actually there was there's PlayStation All Stars or something like that. Yeah, no, dope. actually there are rumors or not rumors, but the one of one of the guys that worked on um, Street Fighter Five was saying that he wants to come out with a game that includes uh, Nintendo characters, and Nintendo said that they're up for that. So we may see a fighting game. With Street Fighter characters and Nintendo characters, that's not Smash Brothers because that'd be dope. And then, excuse me, in the new, um, in the new Smash Brothers, you can play as Ryu from yeah. Yeah. Street Fighter, but it's not like you know, Smash yeah. Brothers controls are so much different than like a Street Fighter game, you yeah. know. Well, in the real news, <laughs> since I'm making shit up, since we are technically living in the future for a second there. Um, <laughs> Supposedly, Nintendo is getting away from disc-based games. Yeah, that's now, the uh, that's the rumor. Now right we're now. going backwards in time. Well, here's the thing. We're going back to the future. Here's, uh, see what I did there? <laughs> here's the thing. If you if you add this to all the other rumors about the Nintendo NX, there's been the rumor that um, it's going to be like a portable thing that you can also play at home it's like a home console that you can take on the go so what i'm wondering is if if they do go to cartridges which i think may be a good idea because basically you're just putting games on an sd card that's basically what it is and sd cards are super cheap now you can fit a lot more stuff on an sd card than you can on a disc so i'm wondering if this is true and if the other rumor is true of it being some semi-portable or some sort of like remote play feature with it, that you're going to be able to play 3DS games on the NX in some some way. So you don't think it'll be necessarily cartridges, but more SD cards? That It's the same thing. That's what a cartridge back in the day was just yeah, but like. Yeah, but like when, when they say car, like they were, they were going back to cartridges, I was thinking... We were going to start seeing, like, Nintendo 64 style. <laughs> well, I think they would update the, uh, you know, the way it looks. But that's basically what a cartridge is. It's like it has just well, memory. Yeah, I, I, and, I, know, you know. I know exactly what a cartridge is. I'm just saying, like, is, is this just going to be an SD card or is it going to be an actual cartridge? No, I think they, they would make an actual cartridge. They would make some sort of, like, just like the 3DS, like something that you can't just... Because with an SD card, that makes it so you can just plug it instantly into any computer or, you know, some phones you can plug it into, cameras and stuff like that. Like, that would be dangerous. So they need to come out with some proprietary cartridge to, you know, so that you can't really pirate it. Much like, you know, a 3DS game. Because we're not going to pirate it already. Uh. (laughs) 
So Nintendo's teaming up with Vans for a fucking ridiculous shoe line, man. Yeah, it's only, what is it, like five or six shoes? Yeah, um, but all the designs look really dope. I mean, even the Princess Peach one, I was just like, whoa, that looks really cool. And actually, my boss, I seen the article way before you sent it to me, and I was showing my boss, and I'm just like, dude, look at these fucking shoes. Aren't these cool? <laughs> can I show up to work with these shoes? Like, would I get in trouble? And he's just looking at me the entire time like, why the fuck did I hire you? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily wear the peach ones. I think I like the... I would wear the peach the, ones. The Yoshi ones looked pretty cool. I think those are the ones I would definitely be wearing all the time. But, uh... Yeah, this yeah. is cool. They the um, whole collect- Are you going to buy the whole collection? Because I kind of feel no. like I need to buy the whole collection. Hell no. Just... Like, I don't want to give Nintendo my money, but I feel like I really need to get these shoes because I'm a big fan of Vans. And they're we'll just get a, too. So they're not chucks. They're well, they're like wannabe chucks. The, no, they're the off the wall high, high top style. Yeah, that's what. I imagine you know they only showed, like I said, like five or six versions of it. But I imagine they're going to have a whole. Well, thing. Well, they did the uh, they did the same thing with Star Wars not too long ago, um, about two years ago, uh, with a whole line of some really cool shoes. So this is it's a cool thing, especially happening with Vans because Vans are really great shoes and they're shoes that last a long time too. Yeah, you know. And let's move on to the Call of Duty trailer. Yeah. So. <laughs> infinite. Right, so I, infinite I, warfare. All right, so if you know anything about me, especially, Corey's been a big fan here and there of the Call of Duty games. I wouldn't say a big fan, but I enjoy the games. And I especially, I actually, I wanted to tell this little story about Call of Duty because a lot of people crap on Call of Duty. Um, A lot of people also really like Call of Duty, but it's like there's no, doesn't seem like there's any happy medium. And like a lot of people just love to hate on Call of Duty. And I would call those people like, elitist you know gamers that think they're cool because they only play like obscure rpgs or something like that and wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute that's not fair because i hate on call of duty a lot yeah but well i i wanted to talk about a a specific situation that i was in uh one time when i was at game force um i don't know i don't know how how it even came up but some there was this girl in the store who was like talking overly loud to have her opinions be heard and her preferences and what she likes and what she doesn't like and oh some God. yeah no i mean she she's like into like rpgs and like you know classic like super i don't know like almost like hipster gamer you know you know those types of people that are only into really obscure stuff like on purpose but anyways, I think, I think some people they just say they're a gamer to say they're a gamer. But anyways, yeah. But anyway, so then somehow the the topic of or Call of Duty came up. She's like, "Oh, I hate those games. I would never play those games. Call of Duty is the worst." I'm like, "There's still fun games to pick up. You know, you might not like them." She's like, "Oh no, absolutely not." And like the guy behind the 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 counter, like the guy that was working there, is like. It's like, yeah, they are pretty fun, you know, every once in a while, like, just to put on and, like, play. It's like, yeah, you can still enjoy something like Call of Duty without, you know, being completely gaga for it or completely hating it, you know what I mean? Like, I've never been a huge fan, but, like, I I enjoy, the like, the story modes, yeah. you know, the campaign. I enjoy going through those because it's, like, usually it doesn't. There's not a whole lot going on. It's just, you know, it's run and gun for the most part. I, th- I thought that story was going somewhere better than where it went. No, it's just, that. it was just the fact that, that she was talking so loud to get her opinions heard. Oh, okay. And I was just like, well, it's not that bad of a game. Like, you know, they're still fun. And then yeah. she, she was offended by that. That's how I should have. Oh, you offended her. I offended her. Yeah. Yeah. How by, dare you? By not hating something. Isn't that weird? Was she was she, was she a Trump supporter? <laughs> oh, this was this is before Trump even came into the picture. So, uh, oh, okay, probably though. I would say yes, she was. <laughs> um, but anyways, well, back to the story. Back to the actual news. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I'm not a big fan of Call of Duty by any means. Um, I used to be into them when I was a teenager. 
kind of drifted away but from But wait him. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, and, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Just hold on. No. Okay. You. I got it. I was into Call of Duty. I got into him when I was a teenager. And then I made the switch to Battlefield. I liked Battlefield more because you had to play a lot more strategically. And it was uh, more than just running and gunning, you know? Um, co-op was always fun when you and I used to play that. Yeah. Too. I, I did like the co-op. Um. So that being said, the past couple of Call of Duty games I haven't played because I was just like, it's just the same fucking thing. If I go to a friend's house and he's playing zombies, maybe I might do some zombies with him, but, you know, it's just not my cup of tea anymore. Yeah, not your thing. So when the new Call of Duty trailer was launched, everybody was talking about, I was literally ignoring all the stories until today when Corey's like, yeah, we need to talk about this new Call of Duty trailer. I'm like, <laughs> dude, it's fucking Call of Duty. Like, who gives a fuck? You know? It's breaking the internet, though. <laughs> and he's like, he's so he's like, dude, you seriously need to watch it. So I watched it. What the fuck? This game, like, they're doing something different for a change. And it's showing how fucking retarded Call of Duty fans are. Because, like, on YouTube, you take it from here. How many dislike? how many thumbs down does it have? Uh, over that, when I checked earlier today... Which this will be the, the May May sixth when this was actually recorded. It was over five hundred thousand thumbs down and two hundred thousand uh, thumbs up. So, this is like a record for YouTube, right? Um, I heard that somewhere, and then I tried to find. I, it's pretty close if not the most and like at the, at the time when i looked that up it was a little over like 9 million plays and that was only 3 2 or 3 days after it was after it was announced so basically call of duty fans are going ballistic over this they're losing uh, their shit because it's something different um there's space battles in this now it looks like a lot of low gravity fighting yeah. or fighting and shooting yeah um <laughs> But some stuff does ha- happen on the ground, and I'm cur- yeah. I'm I'm curious how the multiplayer is going to play out for this, because well, it's it seems like they're going to do a, a, a like a battlefront type multiplayer setup where you have the you know the stuff that's just on the ground, and then you have the ship battles, and then you have the modes that like incorporate the ship battles and the ground stuff. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm curious if that's what they're going to do. Well, I would hope so, because that'd be really cool. But what I think needs to be noted that if you pre-order a certain package of the game, you get Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first one. Remastered. Uh, remastered. So it's the entire game remastered. And they did this for the people that like the old school Call of Duty games, which I thought yeah. was fucking brilliant yeah it's really smart so i'm going to just give a little message to the call of duty fans right now (laughs) quit being so fucking obtuse i mean (laughs) seriously why would you be upset about the game developer that's trying to do something different trying to get out of the old fucking routine they're trying to give you something different they're trying to actually bring art to the game again You know, because I'm sorry. By ripping off other games. Video games to me are just like movies. They're artwork. You know, I mean, look at The Last of Us. Uh, No Man's Sky looks like it's going to be beautiful. Um, I mean, they're doing something completely out of the box for them by going a completely different direction. And people are hating on them. Quit being fucking retarded. I mean, (laughs) it's not a bad thing. Except change. Change is good, fucking idiot. I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see when it when I don't agree with really anything you just said. But um, I mean, I do kind of agree because I think people are a little obtuse. But I think it was really smart of them to do the Modern Warfare remastered with this new game. And I think it's also funny too, being that you and I are not necessarily into Call of Duty. I mean, Ghosts was the last one that I played, and that was on the PS3. I didn't and play then, that, which. That was fun, and actually, that game had a little bit of like anti gravity um, in the yeah, beginning like, of it. But I mean, it looks like it's going to be a bigger part of this game. A but, game that you and I aren't really into. Both of us were like, 
I want to check this game out now. Yeah. Because we're just like, it was so fucking repetitive and now it's something completely different. We're like, fuck, that's awesome. Exactly. So that's the interesting thing is that the majority of fans of Call of Duty aren't interested in this, but I think this is getting the interest of people that have never been interested in it. But the people that like us that enjoy destiny have been looking to, uh, forward to no man's sky or if you're a pc gamer or and are into some of the spaceship battle games because there's a lot of those now the only thing that i really did not like about the trailer was they definitely stole almost a shot for shot scene from no man's sky in the trailer um there's a part in the trailer where you where they take off in a ship and as he reaches orbit you see three other ships in front of him and they kind of start rotating clockwise yeah and that was from the very first no man's sky trailer that we ever seen i mean it was almost a shot for shot remake with different ships i was just like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) that was the only thing about that i didn't like but the rest of the trailer was great and like i said i went into it just like god damn it why does Corey want me to fucking watch this and I actually gave him a lot of shit today because for once Corey wrote the outline and I told him, <laughs> I told him, I'm like, I told you it was going to be good. I was like, you're never fucking writing another outline again, like ever again. And I'm still standing by that. I'm never, ever going to let you write an outline again. <laughs> it's because it's I talk about the hard stuff. I talk about the things that, uh, no, this isn't hard stuff, but I, I was like, it's too, it's too Nintendo oriented. It's fucking call of duty in it. <laughs> But I am really glad because the Call of Duty is kind of dope. So I'm looking forward to that game. Yeah. And, you know, as I was writing the outline and thinking about Call of Duty and actually when you started talking about Modern Warfare again, um, I I remember the first time I saw Modern Warfare, like it had to be right when the 360 came out because I I think it was close to one of the launch titles or something like that. Yeah. and I remember being at a Best Buy, and they had a demo there. And the beginning of the game, you're, like, riding in the back of a truck, and you're seeing the other sol- soldiers that are with you, and you're driving along. And I, I remember at that time, because this, this was at the Best Buy in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and it blew me away. Like, the graphics at that time, because that was, you know, we were coming from, you know, PS2, original Xbox, which, you know, graphics at the time were awesome on that. But then when you saw the 360 and this new, you know, army, almost, it it reminded me of, like, the Medal of Honor games. Like, you ever play those on, like, GameCube or Mm -hmm. anything like that? I really enjoyed those games back in the day, and, like, that's what it was. It was, like, this new, you know, historical shooter with just incredible graphics. So it's kind of cool that they're putting out like a remastered, you know, version. Yeah, that was really cool. And I think it should be kind of noted that now, I mean, I don't know if you ever played battle, battlefront hardline or battlefield hardlines. Um, it's like, yeah, we put, cop- remember we put, we played the, uh, the beta of it and then yeah, it's like a cops versus robber sort of deal. Yeah, I, I played but, a little bit of it. It's not a bad game, but I noticed like in that game, I was like, they're kind of going back. They're kind of going towards the Call of Duty aspect of it. So it was very runny, running gun sort of gameplay. Yeah, you still had the vehicles and everything. But what I liked about it is like with Battlefield 3, when I played that all the time. I mean, I was really into that game for a long time. And even Battlefield 4 was really great, too. But um, like when you were playing multiplayer it's like you had to kind of work with your squad you know like you had to when you were going into a building you had to be communicating the entire time and then when you were coming out of the building you know oh shit hold on they just spotted a sniper up in the hills yeah he's taking shots at us and then like all of a sudden you have a sniper in the hills and he's the one spotting the motherfucker and he takes him out you know it's just like it's very tactful yeah some people are like oh some some people are camping in the game. No, they're fucking sniping because that's yeah, what happens in real life, you <laughs> retard. That's why Call of Duty fans didn't like that game. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. It was just more real life, more realistic. The game, the story modes were really good in those games and the destruction of buildings. Yeah, and shit. that was really cool. 
yeah. and parachutes and all that. And yeah, yeah. So this week's. Oh wait, no. We have one more thing, Corey. Well, because we have our topic. I do. I want to. Yeah, the topic. We have our topic, this, our topic this week. Well, I guess we're gonna have two topics because Corey has a topic too. Um, my topic this week is uh, why do we play video games? And Corey is going to talk about the virtual PlayStation Just virtual virtual reality virtual reality in general. Um, because I I I did a lot of research this past week, and I've been you know. I don't want to say I've been doubting virtual reality, but I've been a skeptic ever since they announced it. And I, I don't know. I, I was like, oh yeah, this sounds really cool, but I don't think it's going to really take off. But, um, the more it demos, hmm? and now it is. Yes. And I think it's, it's going to be a very, very big game changer, but I was telling Justin, you know, cause originally when they announced the PSVR, you know, both him and I basically agreed. It's like, yeah, well, we're getting that when it comes out. Like, either when it comes out or like a couple months after it comes out. Like, we're gonna get that because that's just what what we would do. Which I I still think I may get it. But I've after watching videos, watching demos, um, looking at game libraries that are available for the Oculus. Because um, basically, right now, PSVR is coming out in like September, or October, or something like that. Um, Oculus Rift, I think just just came out. Either just came out or came out a little bit ago. Um, and then the HTC Vive came out before all of that. And I've been watching a lot of demos and everything, and the HTC Vive seems like it's got a leg up on everything. Now we don't know exactly what the PSVR is going to do, and you know the. The thing about the Oculus Rift is that there's no controllers, like a lot of the bundles it comes with, like an Xbox One controller, and that's what you use. It has motion sensing in the headset, but you're not using, you know, a remote or dual remotes on, you know, in each hand like you are in the HTC Vive. So as far as virtual reality goes, I'm really more interested in just getting a PC and getting the HTC Vive, which is going to be more expensive, but the list of games that are already available for it is pretty huge. And again, the controllers are a big thing. Um, that's why I am interested to see what PlayStation, what Sony is going to do with the PSVR. But the other thing is that all the the recommended PCs for virtual reality, um, like the recommended specs, are it's, it's higher than a you know an Xbox One or a PS4, and I think that's where the PS Neo 4.5, whatever the hell you want to call it, comes in. Like I was saying, for a true virtual reality experience, it's not gonna, you know, I think the biggest challenge is gonna be frame rate dropping, because with the HTC Vive, it runs at like 90 frames per second, mm-hmm. like easy. And all the reviews that people have said is that they're not having any motion sickness or anything like that, which I think could become a problem um, with something that's running on a machine that's not necessarily, you know, ready Mm -hmm. for VR. And you're cutting out. You're cutting out. It's not cutting out on my end, though, because as long as... I was worried that if I talked, I'd cut out because obviously we had a connectivity issue or something like that. Hold on, let me mark this down again. Okay, I just wanted to make sure, okay. you know. No, that's good. I appreciate that. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, I'm. Like I said, I I think. You know the the other thing too is the the list of games that we're gonna have for virtual so like, reality. Like, so what's the game comparison like? Now like for how many how many how many is launching? Do you know exactly how many is launching for the PlayStation? How many are launching for the PlayStation? No, I, I do not know. I know they have one that's gonna be bundled in with the bundle, and then there's gonna be a lot of games that support quote unquote support VR, but that means it's gonna be supporting it with a controller. Now And now I know like a game I have, they they said that they worked very closely with virtual reality, and that was uh, Project Cars. Yeah, but that's that's what I mean. Here's the, that's the difference is like, because virtual true virtual reality to me means that 
I'm as as much immersed in the game as possible and that well that's what I thought with like with like project cars like I figured if I had the virtual reality headset let's say I had a steering wheel I could sit there and be sitting yes. there with the steering wheel and if I look to my left I would see what's to or look to my right I could see what's to my right if I look to my left I could see what's to my left I look up I'm looking at my rear view mirror you know sort of or even if I yeah. look behind me I can look at my but that but know. that's what I mean so that's going to be that's going to be one game that plays like that where you ha- because you're going to have the steering wheel. That's you all know. I need. Okay, well yeah, <laughs> then if if that's all you need, then yeah, by all means. I just it, think it is that racing game right there and I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, I just think there's, you know, on consoles it's going to be a lot slower getting good games that really immerse you in the world where you're using your move controllers or, you know, whatever it is Microsoft's planning on doing with their their HoloLens thing. Um, yeah, I think, you know, there, there's already, there's like over a hundred games out for, that are compatible with both the, the, both the HTC Vive and the Oculus Rift, but it seems like HTC, you know, already has a leg up and that everything is really, really good with that. But also now going back to Nintendo, which I, I know you don't want to talk about, um, being that their console isn't going to be coming out till next year, I think they're going to they're going to see how virtual reality plays out, and then may, maybe they're maybe they're already developing for it. No, I they're th- not. I no, think that Nintendo Nintendo is never with the times, and since right now the times are virtual reality, they are going to do something like I don't know. And not, not to mention, I mean, how, what what games can Nintendo have with virtual reality other than Zelda? I mean, Zelda they could do they could do a they, Mario are they game. Do Mar- are they going to do Mario Maker virtual reality? No, think think oh. of like a Mario sixty four type game where you're you're Mario in except, first except person actually, in the w- world. It would it would be kind of cool, like running through like Mario three maps first yeah. person, or even yeah, think of think if. Yeah, literally first person. So you're running, the blocks are going over you. You jump in the air to hit them. You have to jump over Goombas and stuff. That's what I'm like. I, I've been thinking about this like all week because a lot of the virtual reality stuff, like the graphics look, you know, they look really good and especially stuff that's running on a PC. But being that Nintendo now has, they have a chance. I'm not saying they're going to be smart enough to take that chance. I think they are, but they have a chance and they have this window to get a leg up on everybody else and to make sure that they have enough processing power. If they're doing a VR thing, you know, I, I think some of their games would translate the easiest into VR. I mean, think, think about playing like we fit in Mm -hmm. VR like that. That would be cool. And yeah, they already would... have the motion controllers all ready to go. They already have well, that so technology. Yeah, but Nintendo has had it, you know, since yeah, they stole but, from Philips but, back in the day. But in my opinion, I feel like the Move controllers work a lot better than the Wii controllers. Out of the games that I've played with the Move controllers, I just like the Move controllers better. They even feel better in your hands. Um there's just been all, also, almost nothing to support them. The something problem. else I want to talk about with uh, virtual reality, though, is is it comfortable to wear? You know, like the PlayStation virtual reality headset, it just looks like it forms better to your face. It looks like it it's going to be more comfortable. And since we're on the topic of virtual reality, the future of what everything is going to be just got a patent this week which is interesting. What do you mean? Well, two people uh, made patents this week. Samsung and Apple for contact lenses that oh, essentially... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Google, both, Google did that too because that, that's like the next generation of Google glasses. Just a... Yeah, so essentially lens. pretty soon we're going to have like, I would think virtual reality that's just a contact lens, right? Yeah, because I think, and I I think that's that's kind of the funny thing about seeing this this gen, new generation that already feels like like we can already see it being kind of leapfrogged 
down the line because we have these huge headsets that you put on your face and you have these over-the-ear headphones and then you have this huge matrix freaking wire that goes out to your PC and then you have these, you know, that was the other thing about the, um, the HTC Vive is it actually has these IR, IR sensors that you put up in the room and mm-hmm. it actually tells you, like when you're in the game, if you get close to it, it'll show it'll start to like show you that those are where the boundaries are which is a thing that the oculus rift doesn't have um and the same the place, with the playstation virtual reality does use the playstation camera for the same purpose yeah which hopefully it'll be i mean the only thing that people are saying is that since the the playstation is going to be using the camera as opposed to ir which is just infrared signals with infrared mm-hmm. signals. And it's the same with the Oculus Rift has a, I don't know if it's a camera, it's some sort of sensor that, uh, that kind of, kind of tells where your, where your head is at in, in the space, which is, it's a very narrow box. But, yeah. um, what everybody's saying is that with the HTC Vive, since it's, since it's only using IR or infrared to um, to transmit the data, it's just raw data. So it's like, as opposed to using a camera, a camera uses a lot more data, which is then going to use more computing power. That's more likely to have problems, have issues. And everything that I've heard about the HTC Vive is that the, the movement and everything is like one-to-one. Like, you can be holding the controllers because you can like kind of see the controllers, you know, through your headset like in VR and you're actually able to throw the controllers up in the air and then catch them, you know, mm-hmm. with just by seeing it in the, vir- in the virtual reality space. So, um, but anyways, yeah, it is kind of funny that, you know, when you're talking about contact lenses, I think that's where virtual reality is eventually going to get. And it's going to be such a common thing, but it's like right now we're seeing the kind of the first generation of this thing happen. You know, yeah. and it's gonna it's gonna continually change, and it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a big deal. Yeah. All right, so on to our next topic, which is why do we play video games? Um, been in like three fairly in depth conversations in the past couple weeks about playing video games. Uh, one of which was with my. Uh, uh, it's actually my boss, but he's actually a pretty good friend of mine now. Um, I was talking about getting him set up with a Raspberry Pi because he's very mm-hmm. interested in it. And that kind of talked or went into a topic of like why I play video games. And, you know, it's like a topic I really had to think about because I never thought of it so much because it's like I used to think it was just because like that's like I don't go to bars, you know, I don't go party hardcore or anything like that anymore. So playing video games is kind of like how I hang out with my friends, but then it's like, well, why do I play single player video games then? Mm-hmm. So I kind of started thinking about it. My wife actually asked me something kind of similar and cause my wife is the most anti video game person <laughs> ever. <laughs> and, uh, so I started thinking about it and it was like, I came up with this pretty much to me. Video games are a way to briefly escape reality. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go into details or anything like that, but uh, the past year, my life has kind of taken a couple shitty turns and it's been a rough year. So it's like when I press the uh, PlayStation button on my PlayStation and I start playing Destiny, it's like for a little bit, I'm in a different world and nothing else is going on around me. And I'm sometimes it's a bonus like yeah my friends are still there and they're also in this world and we're doing cool stuff together it's like we're fucking taking down an alien (laughs) fucking king that's trying to destroy the army and we're fucking badass you know um i'm a big hockey fan so when i'm playing nhl it's like i mean even in my season when even in my season mode you know it's like i there's a player justin gerber he's running around and he's kicking some ass and he's usually one of the best scorers in the game and so it's like i'm that i'm that hockey player you know and so to me it's like video games are a way to escape reality um whether it's for a short time or a long time but i just think everybody needs that release sometimes well it's the same reason Uh, people watch movies right it's the same reason we watch tv shows or even listen to music 
It's just I I feel like video games are the most interactive form of entertainment and the most interactive way to experience a story because you're actually a part of the story. You're moving the story along. If you don't do anything, the movie the story doesn't move along. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then when I was talking to Eric about it, um, we start like we started talking about like the difficulties of some games, and he's like. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of weird. He's like, there's a game like that you can be playing that, like, for instance, Metroid. It's one of the hardest games I could think of right off the back of my head. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's several levels that you spend so much time on and you're just like, how the fuck do I get through this? And yeah. he's like, you know, because adults overthink it. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, adults have a tendency to overthink everything. So something that you can spend so much time on because you're trying to like do the best or just trying to get through it, a kid can probably pick it up and go right through it because they're not interested in trying to get the best time or trying to do anything like that. They're just interested in, oh, what will this do? Oh, well, (laughs) so it's like they don't overthink anything. And it's just like, so that kind of changed my thought pattern when i've been playing games lately i've been just like i'm not even gonna fucking think about it. i'm just gonna do what i want <laughs> so um i mean i think the greatest thing about video games is that it it allows you to experience things that would otherwise be very unsafe in real world like in real life you know what i mean yeah and you know, especially when I, th- I think of like, like some of the times when we played like Far Cry Four, and like you're you're in the middle of India, you know, you're you're in these mountains driving around. It's like how else would you really experience something like that? And like, I know for a lot of people they don't understand video games because they've never spent enough time to get invested into some sort of story or. You know, a lot of people feel like it's a waste of time. So, like, when they're playing video games, they're just thinking about what they should be doing, you know, as opposed to really getting into the story and, like, enjoying it. And and it's like, once you do that and once you really get into it and enjoy it, it's, I mean, you you get to experience all these things that you otherwise would never, ever be able to do. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, why don't you just go out and do stuff? Trust me, I do a pretty decent amount in my life, you know? I mean, I go out and I try to experience shit. Um, I mean... You know, I, I'll trust me. I'm not gonna stop from going out and going for a run or trying to just do something halfway adventurous. But you know, at the same time, it's just it's okay to sit there and escape for a little bit. Um, what you were saying about like games, like where you can't experience some of the stuff in real life, and it's like even if you can experience some of this stuff, like, would you want to try it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I don't, I think a lot and of this stuff, I, I wouldn't, unless I knew that it was going to work out like, you know, like jumping out of a plane, like skydiving, which is something you've done before, you know, and like, it's not something you go out and do every day and, you know, try over and over, you know, but it's something you enjoy doing when you know it's going to go well, when everything's set up, when you've paid the money to the person who's actually, you know, responsible enough and knows what they're doing. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm doing it now by myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's something you practiced, you know what I mean? And yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's like several hours of lessons and stuff like that. But um, I also think in this lifetime, and I think with the virtual reality headsets, we're getting close the whole idea of Sword Art Online makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would love to think, like, I would be the guy, like, you know, like... He's after, a beta like, if something tester! Like, that were, <laughs> like, if something like that were to happen and Corey got stuck in, a, like, a virtual reality game and if he took the headset off, he would die unless he beat the game, I would be the one to, like, go to the black market, find one of these headsets and be like, and just jump in the game and be like, all right, Corey, let's go kill a bunch of boars until I'm leveled up and then we'll go kick this game's ass together. <laughs> and the entire time, Corey would be like, dude, you do realize if we die in this game, we die in real life. Why, why did you do this? <laughs> For yeah. the experience, man. 
yeah, it's going to be, I mean, that's kind of what I wanted to finish off with is like, you know, with, with virtual reality coming around, it's really exciting, but it's especially exciting because, you know, some of the best memories and best moments like playing games has always been, you know, with other people. Like, you know, when we play online and go through something and, you know, it's like, it's an experience like working together to get, you know, to, to get to the goal or, you know, do whatever you have to do. So I think with the virtual reality and like playing multiplayer in virtual reality where we see each other's characters and you're able to, you know, emote everything and like move your hands and like slap each other or whatever, you know, while you're in the game, I think that's going to be so incredible and that's going to change. It's going to change everything. I mean, I think, do you think there will ever be a time where um, not only just movement and vision, but they also involve like smells or feeling or anything like that? I think so. I mean, there's um, there's a TV. I don't know if it's Samsung or it might even be Sony. There's a TV company that has a TV that has these like it has it it'll spray out this little mist of like. Uh, sense like throughout a movie and I, I don't know how it works or whatever but it's kind of that idea and I know they've done they've done that in movie theaters before too like yeah in, well like I the know past. there's like they call them 4D yeah. movie theaters um, where actually I was just talking about this the other day too because um, last night uh, Captain America Civil War came out and I went and watched that and uh, they were talk- like we were all talking about like uh, there's this movie theater in Chicago where you can go in and movie tickets are about 18 to 20 bucks. I can't remember the exact price, but, and there's a good chance I'm going to go watch suicide squad in it because everybody knows that I'm really excited for suicide squad. Yeah. And that's coming out like right around my birthday. So, (laughs) um, my, there everyone's like, yeah, maybe we'll go watch that in one of those 4d theaters because you know, you would love to see Harley's Harley Quinn's ass just stick right out in front of you. (laughs) So, um, like, I guess in these theaters, it's not just smells, though. I mean, like, even, like, you feel like when there's bullets, you know, you feel like the, like, a little poof of wind going by your face. And, like, you feel like mist of water, and it's supposed to be pretty intense. So, it's like a ride. (laughs) Your seat moves and shit, too, which would be kind of... kind of weird but still pretty dope yeah i think we'll we'll get some sort of i mean it's like kind of the visual and the actual motion tracking in virtual reality i think is like the first step and like that's you know from the looks of like the htc vive and stuff like it looks like they've got a lot of that stuff you know figured out it's all pretty damn good it's just gonna get better from here and then they're gonna add add on to it you know it's like once we have the baseline of like just the motion and stuff did you check out any of the reviews from the PlayStation Virtual Reality, though? No, because there's not really any... There are reviews from people that played it, like, at E3 and GameCon and, and well, stuff my, like that. My, my big hesitation with the PlayStation VR versus getting something that's PC-based is, like I said, the game library. It's a lot easier for stuff to get on PC, to get on Steam... Uh, stuff comes out a lot faster. There's a lot more variety. Um, and that's the only thing that I'm worried about with getting something that's going to be console-based is, like, it's going to... You know, there's going to be a handful of really good VR games, but then, you know, how long is it going to take to get a really solid library? You I mean, know? I'd say just as long as it did for the new systems itself. Yeah. It's just... It, it's, it feels like on PC, it's it's almost already there like there's but just pcs also had a, a head start yeah exactly and that, that well that's what i mean that's my reasoning behind behind being more interested in that more interested in i know. just think that you want me to hate you no i just i've really is you and i you and i made a pact that we both get the playstation virtual reality and now you're backing out on it and i'm not saying that i won't now, i've just been now heavily now, thinking of now we can't be friends anymore well, is what's gonna happen. You said you were gonna get into PC gaming, so might as well. well just get a just get a get a computer that can handle it, and then wait till the price goes down for 
All I'm saying is we can't be friends anymore because we're not going to be playing the same consoles. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, until they get cross-compatibility, like we talked about last week, across everything, I guess guess that's it. (laughs) Well, everybody, that was this week's episode of The Real Game Boys. Um, Make sure you hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch... And do we have a Twitch e- channel? Yeah, we do have a Twitch t- channel. Really? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what it is, but we have one. <laughs> so and, we're going to try uh, to actually be active on that soon. I mean, this is only the yeah. se- this is our second episode, but I'm excited. Number to- two. And we've recorded two in a week, which because Corey's going out of town this weekend, so he's not going to be able to record on Sunday. So we're recording on Friday. And... Uh, throwing it's throwing the game off really it is no, but we're, we're trying to get back in our groove anyway because it's been yeah. a while you know make sure you hit us up on our email too at the real real game boys at gmail.com or just um, if you just want we may we may actually change that soon haven't decided yet yeah, and, we'll figure but uh soundcloud if that's where you're listening soundcloud or itunes you can give us a comment on there tell us what you like what you don't like and uh also, any ratings you want to give us for iTunes, that stuff uh, really helps us out and also motivates us to continue to do this and uh, and to, to try to make it better. Because I think second time around, we want to make it better and we want to do more things. To We don't want to make this any better than what it already is. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, I've been a D student my entire life. I'm good with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because if we start trying too hard, then it just kind of loses its... I mean, seriously, when I played Angry Birds, it was one star all the way through. <laughs> it's a hard game. It's never good but at No, game. I mean, yes, but seriously, uh, give us your guys' feedback. We're all for it. Uh, like I said last time, hopefully we can, uh, once we get enough followers, we can uh, do like a Twitch episode where we're recording live and we can follow our Twitter or whatever at the same time and everyone can Something. comment and be part of it. Um, Social we didn't get a chance. Madness. We didn't get a chance to play a retro game this week. But if you have any recommendations for a retro game that we should check out and talk would, about, let us know. I want you to try to play Battletoads on the Genesis and tell me how how far you get. Now, do I, 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 do I have a certain amount of time though? Just tell the next next time we record. Tell next week. But I don't have Battletoads on the Genesis. Yeah, you do. On the Raspberry Pi. It's not the same. Yeah, but st- I can I can do just as good on the emulator as I can okay. on the actual game. So you should be able to do the same. If anything... So that's what we'll do next week. We will talk about Battletoads. And then I will pick a game after that. Which I think yeah. I'll just pick a game right now for two weeks from now. Just to be a dick and let Corey start getting a jump on it. Because he's going to need it. And I'm going to say Contra. Okay. <laughs> and we can talk about that. Konami code or no Konami code? No Konami code. <laughs> <laughs> you see how far we can get? Okay. I mean, that it's... See, that's that's one of those games, though, that, like... And that I w- I've been thinking the same thing with the, the Turtles uh, game. It's, like, one of those games that you need another person to play with. You do. You know what I mean? To, like, get almost anywhere through the game but maybe that'll be part of the challenge is like playing a game that's supposed to be co-op by yourself (laughs) so uh we're gonna get off of here and hopefully either play some destiny or tabletop racing if we can get Corey online tonight but on that note i am justin i'm Corey. we'll see you guys next week